Hello and welcome to the introductory episode of Signal Boost. My name is Anthony Pansiago. I'll be your host for this podcast and whatever it becomes. I'd like to take some time today to introduce myself and walk you through how this podcast is going to work. The main goal is really to create a space for nonprofit leaders to tell their stories from their program. I'm not going to be like a main character in this. The main characters are going to be the people that we bring on as guests and interview and hear from, hear their successes, hear their struggles, hear their needs, and maybe find a way that we can come together as a community to help and meet some of those needs that they're working on. I'm not going to be the main character, but I figure I should probably introduce myself so you know whose voice that you're listening to. My name is Anthony. I grew up in the North Shore of Boston, Massachusetts, and did my undergrad at the University of Maine, where I majored in journalism. I loved interviewing and putting together these stories, but quickly found out I did not have the stomach for the, like the investigative journalism and the gotcha stuff and the the hard questions I, I that wasn't something that I connected with but I love telling stories from the community especially from people that were doing good work as I figured out that that wasn't where I wanted to do I started volunteering at a big brothers big sister style program um, took a job as an AmeriCorps Vista uh, for a year after college and then it kind of took off from there I worked at several nonprofits, including a math tutoring program for kids in Charlotte North Carolina and an after-school program called a better world I was able to climb the ranks at a better world uh, to a director position where I was able to use those skills from my undergrad to advocate for families that we worked with, building our social media following, making videos with interviews from kids and family, and acting as kind of a a connector in the community from people that uh, had the means to help and people that needed the help. Part of my job was to make connections with other nonprofits to collaborate with. These nonprofits are doing absolutely groundbreaking and creative work, and I, I don't say that lightly. It's incredible. There were people providing free showers and interview prep to homeless people, baseball leagues that provided healthy snacks and reading, tutoring, companies that gave out tens of thousands of free meals during COVID, and countless more that I would go on all day, but I'm trying to be brief, uh, which isn't always a strength of mine. Now... This is kind of where the idea of the podcast came from because I would have meetings with these people to help fulfill their needs or help come together as a community to work on some common problems that we were seeing. And they would tell me these stories and these success stories, these things that really tore at your heartstrings and and made you want to jump out of your chair and do something. And I would say, oh my God, that's amazing. Where do I hear more about this? How How do I become involved? And they'd say, Well, you can stop by, or we can have you for a tour, but there wasn't anywhere that housed those stories, those get-up-out-of-your-chair-and-I-need-to-do-something-right-now stories that lit a fire under you. I mean, they they light a fire under you, and it it makes you grateful for what you have, and it makes you want to grab your friends and say, hey, what are we going to do about this? How are we going to help? And I know that gave me that feeling. And I know that there's more potential for that. There are countless stories from these programs that just aren't told. And that's not to say that the nonprofits are doing anything wrong. They're mission-focused. They're not worried about telling these stories and bragging about the work they do because they're focused on doing the work, which is commendable. There's nothing wrong with that. But I always thought it would be great if someone created a space that for 30, 35 minutes, they could sit with a nonprofit leader And give them the floor. Ask a couple very simple, open-ended questions. Tell me a story about this. 
tell me about this, you know, kind of let them take the lead on the conversation so we can hear about those things and hear about how we can come together to help them. So I told you a little bit about how we're going to do it, but I'll give you the general flow of how the podcast is going to work. I'll introduce the guest in the beginning, and I'm just going to ask them seven questions. Tell me your story. I want to know about them and how they got into this work. Tell me the story of your program. Did you start it? Has it been there for years? Is it struggling? Is it exceeding its expectations? What are you doing? I, I, I want to know the background of the program. I want to know a story that they're proud of, because I think in nonprofits, everybody has a, a, a story that that jumps into their head that's like, okay, this is this is kind of my home run hitter. You know, if I'm looking for donations or I'm looking for volunteers or I'm looking for any kind of in-kind donation, this is the one that I'm going to. I want to know that story because that's that's probably going to be my favorite question. I want them to tell me a story that made them tear up. Uh, you know, to this point, I've kind of made it all sound as as warm and fuzzy and positive but that's not what these programs are like it's a lot of long days it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of trial and error and failure to get to those points that you're succeeding and you're helping people so i want to know i want to know something that made them tear up whether it was something that was really hard that didn't go their way or a meet, a need that they weren't able to meet or they weren't able to do kind of what they wanted to. You know, give me the tearjerker. What's the tough stuff that you deal with? I want them to tell me a funny story. So I want to know something good. We're going to we'll kind of get the energy back up after the tears in the last story. I wanted them to tell me the story you want to tell in the future. I want them to tell me what they want to be able to say. So in 5 years, what do you want to be able to look back and say, "Hey, we helped give away 100,000 meals. We had 85% of our kids increase their reading levels um, as a result of our program. Or is it something that you can sleep tight at night? You know, you can sleep and say, you know what, I did something. You know, is it about some kind of like fulfillment on your end? I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is for them, but I want to know. And then the last one is the most important one. Tell me the story of what we can do. So I'm a guy... Uh, with my father-in-law's microphone, you know, just recording a podcast, asking some questions. And I want to know what we can do. So do they need financial help? Do they need uh, to keep the lights on? Do they need in-kind donations? Is it food? Is it school supplies? Is it space? You know, do they need volunteers, virtual volunteers, board members, stakeholders, whatever, connections in the community, whatever they need the most? I like the idea that maybe they can take this podcast and they can take the video form and just post it on their social media or send it to donors or send it to the people that need to hear it. They don't have to do any of the legwork and they can reap whatever benefits that we can scrounge up. Um, so that's basically that's basically the podcast. I hope I wasn't too long-winded. I think I'm going to be under 10 minutes, which don't get used to it, please. It probably will be longer. But... I will end each podcast by telling a short story about my time in nonprofits because, again, I'm not the main character, but it, I, I have some, some fun stories, some tough stories, and some moving stories that I think would be really important to get out there too and maybe help some of the organizations that I've worked with. So I'd like to tell one story from my time at A Better World, which is that free after-school program for kids that I mentioned earlier. So we were a holistic 
program, or it is a holistic program, but when I was there, it also was. We uh, provided kids with a safe place to go after school, transportation, academic help, a full meal, um, and then holiday help, Christmas, whatever they needed for their families. We kind of tried to meet those needs on a case-by-case basis. So as you can imagine, when COVID hit, that was devastating for our families. A lot of them were raised by their grandparents or in single-family households, so they had less resources, their families lost their jobs, a lot of them couldn't work from home, and a lot of their family members were high-risk. The people that were really taking an active role in their life were in more danger than most. So that was really hard. I mean, if you can imagine that Thursday night that everything went down, I think Tom Hanks got COVID, the NBA shut down, And then I'm pretty sure four or five other things happened that night. That next day, we had to shut our doors, um, you know, due to safety. And I remember going to bed that Friday night and thinking, I don't know if we're going to be able to do anything. I I don't know if I have a job. I don't know if they, if our kids are going to be safe. I don't know how they're going to do school. They just, they canceled school for two weeks. There wasn't, of course, there wasn't any guidance because there wasn't any prep. There wasn't any time to prep. It just, I mean, it felt like it, it just happened. And so that next week, we talked to a couple of our friends in the community. We talked to a man named Jim Noble, who owns a bunch of restaurants in Charlotte, North Carolina, where we were located. And we put together a plan to get food to our kids. And that was just the first, the number one thing was just food. We need them to be able to get food. Because in normal times, our kids and families struggled to find healthy, reliable food. And in COVID times, we knew it wasn't going to get any easier. So we committed to 200 meals a day, 1,000 meals a week, just as a starting point. And after the first couple days, we kind of looked at each other and said, this is great that we're delivering meals, but do they have any way to protect themselves? Let's deliver masks. And my aunt and my dad sent us masks to pass out, and we ended up getting donations for for hand sanitizer from another one of our corporate sponsors. So we were able to drop off a big thing of hand sanitizer to all our kids. We started hearing, we reached out to all our families, and we were starting to hear, hey, we're having trouble with Wi-Fi. They're saying that we're going to have to, our kids are going to have to get on the internet for school. We don't have any Wi-Fi. So we're able to partner with another local business to hand out some hotspots. We leased out uh, all of our Chromebooks from our little computer lab that we had. And we really just kind of on a rolling basis, just flying by the seat of our pants, saw a need and met it. And the way that we met those needs wasn't anything that we were doing. I mean, we, we're kind of the conduit, we were the, the middleman, but we were just identifying the needs and then identifying who in the community could help us meet those. And we ended up doing a virtual after school. So it, it our kids were really struggling with a lack of community. So they were able to log on for a couple hours a day. We had some mental health professionals come on, which was needed. I'll tell some stories about that another time. Uh, get your tissues ready for that one. Those are Those are a little bit intense, but they're worth it. But yeah, we were the conduit. We weren't doing anything that was crazy groundbreaking. We were just identifying needs, figuring out who could help us meet them, and meeting them. And that's kind of the spirit that this podcast is going to be founded in. I know that there's some really special people out there that are trying to help. And if I can just amplify their story, kind of lift their voices, 
and give them a platform to speak on that they can share. If it helps one person, a couple people, a program, a couple programs, great. That's that's all that I'm looking for out of this. I'm just looking to get the word out there about what some of these incredible programs are doing. So yeah, that's the podcast, I guess. I'll have a better sign-off in the future. I bet I'll kind of get my sea legs under me. But we're going to try and do one a week. So keep an eye out. Follow us on social media, Signal Boost Pod on Instagram and Facebook. See some video clips and also see some previews of who we have up next. So we got some pretty cool guests lined up, and I'm very excited to hear from them uh, and introduce them all to you. So thank you once again. My name is Anthony. This is Signal Boost Podcast signing off. I'll see you all next time.